What's up? What's up? It's your boy K Steel. What's happening, everybody? How's everybody doing on this beautiful day? So check this out. Um, always start with gratitude. So today I want to thank everybody who is uh, following me, who's listening, who's giving words of feedback and encouragement. You guys hear this all the time because I truly appreciate it. Um, but today let's talk about seven steps to reinventing yourself. You know, um, a lot of times we go through life and we hear these different things, but yet I feel like sometimes we, uh, we don't apply it enough in our everyday life. We are, we're not conscious of it sometimes because of the same, uh, things that we go through every day become so routine and so many habits Um, But we need to learn how to be intentional when it comes to reinvention. You know, as humans, we are not meant to stop growing. I don't think personally any living thing on this planet is meant to stop growing. And so progress in life is all about reinvention. Excuse me. And I think that, you know, there's a difference between seeking reward, say, in life and reinventing yourself for life. So seeking reward would be something like a person going to college and they go to college for God knows how many years, right? And they finally achieve what they went to college for. Like get their bachelor's, AA, whatever it is to go into the career field that they went to uh, or want to go through. But what happens sometimes with that is that people spend all that time in school to get those certain degrees. And a lot of people get those degrees, accrue all that debt, and don't even apply the degree that they went to school for. They're like burnt out. They're like, I don't want to do it. But yet they accrued all this debt. And so what happened was they had a mindset that because they were only seeking reward, they got that reward, got that certificate, and then that was it. They, they stopped. But when you have a, a mindset to reinvent yourself, right, you have a mindset that you, you need to continue to grow and develop. What it does is uh, uh, reinventing yourself leaves you open to it's like an endless opening, uh, 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 endless opportunities. You're always in the mind state that you have to grow and, and explore new parts of you. So exploring that growth, you know, having that uh, um, it's, it's not just looking at outward things it's looking at things from within you. And sometimes when you're reinventing yourself, you're tapping into new places inside of you that you've never thought that you were capable of doing unless certain opportunities presented themselves, which means mentally you got to be in a position to grow and learn. And so whenever you find yourself uh, listen, whenever you find uh, something about yourself you want to change, you need to look for new ways of reinventing it. Like, so, okay, so for number one, you know, seven, seven ways to reinvent yourself or seven steps to reinvent yourself. Um, number one, you got to see yourself outside of yourself. Imagine that you are a, a uh, piece of clay right and what's happening is the sculptor or let's let's say it this way imagine you're a sculptor and as a sculptor you're looking at the piece of stone 
or looking at the clay and you have in your mindset a certain way to shape it and there's times when you're shaping this clay it doesn't always come out the way you want it to so if you really want that piece of pottery to look amazing or you want that whatever the clay is the sculpture uh sculpture to look amazing you'll just keep doing it you'll keep shaping it before you harden that piece of clay before you put it in the fire because it's your piece of art and because it recognizes you right because it, it's it's your piece of art it's your brand it's who you are you'll keep uh uh shaping it until it represents you it has your personality it has um it is your work of art right so there's no need to get upset when you see yourself outside of yourself uh, or come down you know come hard down on yourself it's 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 like listen sometimes you just got to do it as an artist you know um you have to see yourself outside of yourself number two okay find a habit that's associated with the things that you want to change you know far too often people focus way too much on one thing instead of uh, um on the one thing that i want to change instead of the habits that form the the thing in the first place for example say for example you want to lose weight so um you want to lose weight because you're overweight and so what you do is you know what i'm gonna I'm start going to the gym and i had a trainer tell me one time um he was like ken you know, 80% or 90% of it is diet. And most people, what they do is they keep the same because now that they're working out, they still feel like they can eat the same way. So they don't change the habit that got them to be obese in the first place or got them, you know, to, to weigh too much in the first place, whatever. What they do is they focus on the fact that, you know what? Yes, which is great go to the gym cool sweat it out as much as you can but a lot of times people realize they don't see as much progress because they're like man i gotta do this ab workout i gotta do these core and then they don't focus on the habit that got them in that place and you know got them there in the first place so instead of changing their diet they just change their activities and you can apply that to almost anything a person who smokes cigarettes you know they they can say you know what I'm going to cut some of the smoking down. I'm only going to smoke, you know, three or four packs a day. Um, A lot of people like I remember dating a girl who what I noticed about her smoking was that her smoking was primarily triggered when she drank. So um, she would only smoke cigarettes. She got all the way down to only being more of a social drinker, means smoker. So she would, um, when she would go to parties and hang out with people, she would smoke cigarettes because she was drinking. But if she didn't put a drink to her mouth, uh, she rarely, I've seen her do it a couple of times, but she would rarely smoke these cigarettes. So instead of her changing the habit of, you know what, I realized I'm triggered when I drink. Instead of changing the habit of drinking, her drinking increase entail most of her smoking increase. That makes sense. So sometimes we fail to look at the thing that has caused the habit in the first place. We just focus on if, well, 
if I don't um, like with her, I just noticed she when she when she uh, when we would hang out instead of her noticing it was the drinking, she would just say, oh, I got to stop smoking. And she never really tied those two together. And I tried to tell her, but it didn't work. But hey, that was on her. Right. So it was in her timing that she was going to really um, change her smoking because, you know, to truly really reinvent like certain aspects of yourself, you have to find the habit that created that trait in the first place. And then you adjust that habit. Number three, practice every day, no matter what. You say you really want to reinvent yourself. You know, change doesn't, it just doesn't happen by happenstance. Look, change is not something you do some days and take a break from it other days, right? Change is, is a shift in your lifestyle. It requires daily dedication to point out where those new habits take take place of the old ones. Um, almost so much so that where it doesn't even have any conscious effort. Like, for example, when you was a kid, right, your mother used to tell you to brush your teeth and wash your face and <laughs> make up your bed in whatever order it was. And almost by habit, habitually, that's what you do when you get up and you get ready for work or school or whatever. You get up, you brush your teeth, you wash your face. And so that's that that helps you, right? You you practice that thing every day. So then that's all you you know that's how you function. Matter of fact, when you go into your relationships, you don't function no other way. And matter of fact, you'll see the person in your relationship not doing that and that might even irritate you why because you was conditioned to do that every single day when you was a youth there are certain habits that you have that was formed when you were younger that became so habitual you don't even think twice about it for me for example i can't go outside wrinkled i hate being wrinkled like i just thought about i might have to go buy me a little uh what do you call it steamer so that no matter where i'm at <laughs> you know, pull that thing out the car, pull it out my backpack, whatever, because I hate being wrinkled. And that's just something about me. Uh, I remember as a kid, my grandmother or my mom would be like, you better not go outside balled up. <laughs> that's what they called it. You better not go outside balled up. Now I used to be like, all right, but I would iron my clothes every day. So now as an adult, um, you know, I make sure I give myself enough time before work, before activities, before anything is that I need to iron my clothes because it's all about, you know, representation for me. You know, I hate being outside. It just means that you're not taking care of yourself. And I'm not saying um, that's for everybody. You know, some people just really don't care. You know, I, I got a relative. I ain't going to call my brother out, but <laughs> this man will go anywhere wrinkled. I don't know what it is. And I know he probably listening and like, bro, what you talking about? This young man will go anywhere wrinkled and not give a care about it and be be hey, be having on the, the, the coolest gear uh, from top of head to sole of his feet. He He's suited and booted. Right. But that man will have some wrinkles. I'd be like, hey, bro, you ain't finna iron that. He'd be like, no, nah, it's good. Let me shake it real quick. <laughs> so, you know, 
for me, practicing ironing was something I did every day that where it has no conscious effort. So some things that you need to do to reinvent yourself is something that you have to do to change those old habits and, and create some new ones. Right. OK, number four, set some realistic goals. You got to be realistic. You can't just wake up one morning and and say, I'm not going to be impatient anymore. And you actually so you have to help yourself by acknowledging the bad habit. Yeah, that's one thing, but that won't solve it immediately. Instead, you got to set the goal and be more patient during your 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 team meetings, your your job uh, encounters. You know, there's that one person. <laughs> there's that one person at your job that want to touch your hair every time they see you or they want to touch you and say, for example, you don't like people in your vicinity like that. You like, man, why you? Hey, hey, check this out. Listen, can you not touch me, please? They don't know what your upbringing is. They don't know why you feel that way. So you say that you're not going to be impatient with them anymore. But every time you respond to them, it's in an impatient, um, condescending tone sometimes, you know, very sarcastic. <clears throat> Instead of being patient enough to sometimes establish like the boundaries. You let them know you don't have to tell them your whole history, but you can let them know and say, hey, check this out. It, I'm just not comfortable with people always touching me. So can you not touch me? And so that's helping you work on your patience. Um, I see people who drive every day and have road rage. People who's had their uh, license. That might be you that you're listening. You're listening to me right now. <laughs> so you might want to check that. Check this out. We get on the road every single day and you've had your license for 20 years and yet you still get mad from ignorant people. And what that does is it throws your mood, your emotions off. Matter of fact, your body and your emotions almost attack. I mean, your emotions almost attack its own body. So now it's, it's changed your thought process. Now you murmuring and complaining. Now you yelling and screaming. Now you are getting completely out of character from somebody else's ignorance. So listen. If you're going to change something, set a realistic goal. If you that means you got to do it every single day to be intentional to where uh, when something comes up with a coworker or a child or whatever, it's easier for you to say, you know what? I am more patient. I am more kind. I am more loving. I am more disciplined, whatever it is. But you got to start setting some realistic goals. OK, number five. You got to constantly look in the mirror. Listen, it gets real dangerous when you refuse to stop and look at yourself transparently, like seriously. OK, you cannot when you try to avoid your own self-reflection, um, you can truly miss some things. It's very simple, right? You can. Um, it's like a woman who has to put on makeup. I see this often. That's why I'm bringing this up. I see a woman who puts on her makeup and whatever her insecurities are or she's in a rush, whatever she putting on her makeup and she's walking around all day with makeup on her teeth. And no one has told her that she has makeup on her teeth. But me, I'm like, excuse me, ma'am, I don't I don't mean to be in your business, but you, you got some on your teeth. She pulled out a, a makeup thing. Now, check this out, because she didn't. I'm not saying it's anybody else's job to tell her. Right that she had makeup on her teeth, but because she didn't take the time to look at herself, 
look at her reflection, look at her appearance, change some things, re- readjust some things. She's walking around <clears throat> looking like a clown at the face. And it's the same for a man. A man, if he's putting on his tie and his suit and his tie is always crooked and he's not readjusting some things throughout the day because he's getting up and sitting down and whatever the, the analogy is about uh, reinventing or readjusting yourself, looking in the mirror, right? Um, things need to change because you're not, you know, when we're on the go, we're always on the go, go, go mode. And we don't take the time to look at ourselves. We fail to realize that some things in our lives need to be readjusted for the better. It's not that, you know, I, I get tired of people saying, well, this is just me. And they fail to realize, yes, you that is your personality. Those are certain things are your character traits. Right. But when I when I hear people say this is just me, a lot of times they don't take the time to truly look in the mirror and say, what is it about me that people keep pointing out that is not okay? What is it about me? And it's not about trying to be liked by everybody. It's very irritating when people don't look at themselves and readjust some things about them. If you ghetto, you ghetto, right? If you uh, sedity, you sedity. If you are, uh, uh, um, you know, some people are just very arrogant. That is so annoying. Um, but what happens is when people don't readjust themselves, they fail to realize when you readjust some things, when you're looking in the mirror and find things, bad habits about you to readjust it, because you live in a world with people, right? You're not on an island by yourself. What you have to do, right, is change some things about you to help you better co uh, um, cohabit this planet with other people. Listen, you're not going to make everybody happy, but there's some things about us that we just need to change. But we can't change them and readjust and reinvent them things, these things, because we're not looking in the mirror. Some of us have these serious insecurities about people looking at us in the face, but we don't look in the mirror and find out why we have such an insecurity. So I don't want to beat a dead horse, right? It's sometimes we need to constantly look in. Well, not sometimes constantly. We need to look in the mirror and readjust some things, not to find the flaws, right? Not to focus on the flaws, but there's some things in our life we can honestly be transparent about and readjust plain and simple. Number six, you got to surround yourself with people who's going to tell you the truth. Some people are in your life for that very reason, right? Um, back in the days, okay. Um, I was at a church and I was doing some, um, uh, I was like, uh, one of the youth leaders. I was really trying to help out with it, with the young men and, and, and young women as a youth leader. And what happened was, um, all the pastors that was talking, uh, they were yes men in a sense, not every last one of them, but a lot of them wouldn't ruffle the main pastor's feathers. Like that's just their thing. And, um, I remember the pastor asked me, why did I step down from my position? And it was almost like, uh, he was, it, it, it almost seemed kind of rude how he was kind of coming at me. And I noticed no one else would tell him the truth. Like they kind of told him what he wanted to hear. And he asked me certain questions and I had to be honest. And I said, look, I stepped down because um, I didn't receive any help. Um, I was very truthful with him. He told me, he said, why did you, right? Why did you take the position 
if you if you feel like you weren't ready for it. And it made me rethink. And I said I took the position because no one else would step up to take the position. So it challenged me to make sure that I was better prepared the next time I take a position. But it also challenged him to put people in place to help people who want the position who is not properly qualified for it. That makes any sense. So sometimes you have to be okay. Matter of fact, excuse me, you have to be okay with surrounding yourself by people who's going to tell you the truth. Because if anybody is around you and they don't they don't bring out some things about you. Um, and I'm not saying put people around you that just want to critique who you are. That's not that's not fun. Right. But sometimes there's people around you that is necessary to, for your growth. And you got to be OK with being challenged. You know, tough feedback is essential for personal growth. Plain and simple. Number seven. You have to be able to take risk. Um, you got to take risk. This is this will help. This is one of the steps in helping you reinvent yourself. You will never become the person that you want to become by continually, continually being the person that you currently are. Let me repeat that. You'll never become the person you want to become continually by being the person that you currently are. There's some things in who you are you need to change. Growth's only request is that you step out of your comfort zone. That's it. That is it. And unless you are willing to take a risk, listen, you have to be able to take that risk of uh, uh, take that leap of the unknown. You have to be able to take that risk. Sometimes when you don't take the risk, you'll forever stay exactly where you are. It's really that simple. Some people are so afraid. Fear is is like paralysis, like fear is paralyzing you from taking that next step in life. Some of you are great writers, but you're so afraid of being critiqued as a writer that you don't take the time to write. You have a great gift of sewing. You wanted a fashion, um, whatever it is, you know, fashion boutique. You don't want to sew because you're afraid of being critiqued. Uh, Some of you want that degree in college, but you don't you say to yourself, I'm not that good in school, so you won't go back to school. There's so many things that we can say in life about taking risk. Some risk, you have to have calculated risk. Absolutely. But some things you have to take risk on. If, if you think about it from this perspective, every single day you go out of your house, every single day that you get up out of your bed, you are risking something. That baby might have left that leg on the floor. You're risking stomping your toe on the couch, you know, uh, like me one time, I, I ran in the house at my grandma's house as a kid and broke my pinky toe because I kicked the I shouldn't have been running. I took that risk. I ran in the house, broke the pinky. Right. <laughs> um, but you got to be OK with taking that risk, going out into the middle of the street to retrieve a ball that the kids had kicked down the driveway. You are taking a risk because somebody can come flying around the corner. If you're not paying attention, boom, anything could happen. There's some calculated risks, absolutely, that you have to take. And there's some things that, that, that is just unknown. 
that you're going to have to take. So it's a process to reinvent yourself. It is not a quick fix. It's not something that's going to happen overnight. And if it's a deliberate practice, if it's a practice that you do day in and day out, until you realize who, you know, who it is that you want to be, you'll already, uh, uh, you'll figure out that that's who you were all along. You know what I mean? You'll start cultivating those things, but you got to do it day in and day out. So seven steps to reinvent yourself. Number one, you got to see yourself outside yourself. Number two, you got to find the habits that associate it with the thing that you want to change. Number three, hey, everyday practice. Practice it every day, no matter what, right? Number four, set realistic goals. Number five, you got to be okay with looking in the mirror. Constantly look in the mirror. Number six, surround yourself with people who's going to tell you the truth. And number seven, you have to be willing to take risk. These are seven steps that I believe that if you practice these things every single day, right, little by little, before you know it, you will unconsciously do these things and it's going to bring you to a greater place in life. And it's going to also help the relationships and the people around you, because when you're better, you make everybody else better. This is K Steel, words of wisdom. I'll talk to y'all soon. Y'all can reach me on Kendrick Steel uh, on Facebook. Um, you can DM me. Let me know what you think of the podcast. Um, last name S-T, like standing still, S-T-I-L-L. Or you can reach me on, uh, you can hit me on Twitter. Uh, same thing. Uh, Instagram. Uh, creative ambition, C R E A T V A M B I T I O N. That's creative ambition. Ambition means desire. When you don't have the desire, you must create it. Talk to y'all soon. Peace out. Enjoy your day.